Sukkah, Paragimel, Mishnah Base 3.2. And now we move on to the topic of the Hadas, the myrtle branch. So the Pasuk requires those four different species. The myrtle, the Hadas, is referred to in the Pasuk as Anaf Eitz Avos, which means uh, a branch of a braided tree, something like that. Avos means like a braid, like a, like a three-ply cord or like a chain. It means implies braiding or plaiting, as they say in England. Um, so it's understood to refer to this myrtle, and the reason why the myrtle stalk looks like a braided tree, so to speak, is because, it, as you know probably, it very neatly has these groups of three leaves which um, pass up the stalk of the myrtle branch, and they look very pretty indeed, and it has sort of like a braided look as such. So the ascent, the central component, the essential part of the hadas and what's its hidur is that it is, so to speak, braided nicely and neatly. That is to say that the groups of three leaves as they go up the stalk are all very uniform and emerging from the same spot. That is to say, we want that the each group of three, the Chazal referred to it as a, as, a, as a cane, which means literally like a bird's nest, but the idea is that it doesn't look like a bird's nest, but it comes in, in um, triplets, which is a reference perhaps to the kingdom of birds which come in pairs, whatever the case. Um, those kingdom, we want them to be um, the, the stalk from which each of the leaves are attached. A leaf really has two parts. The blade of the leaf is what you probably call the leaf, and the stalk that attaches it to the to the branch, its wing, that is called the petiole, P-E-T-I-O-L-E. So we want that the petioles of all three of the leaves at each of the levels, at each cane, should be emerging at the same height as the other ones. So if they're all emerging from the, at the same height from the others and the groups of threes as they go up the stalk, so that's going to, up the branch, I'll call it, so that's going to be the ideal way that a hada should be, and that makes it have the avos braided nature. If they're coming out from, the petioles are coming from different levels up the stalk, um, so that's called a hadas shota, like a crazy hadas, and it's not kosher. So the essential components of the hadas is that we have a branch that has the kinim, those sets of three coming out, all the petioles of each of them coming out in the same levels, um, through ideally the whole distance of the required length of the hadas, which is three tfachim, um, and as long as you have the majority, you're going to be okay. Now the Mishnah says, hadas hagazel, if you have a stolen hadas, v'hayavesh, or a dry, dried out hadas, puzzle, those are exempt, excuse me, those are invalid. Same way that the previous Mishnah started, um, and the guzzle is the same idea. Hadas hagazul, a stolen hadas, is invalid for one of two reasons. First of all, it's not yours on the first day if you stole it, and second of all, it's potentially a mitzvah baba veira. Uh, and if that's the case, it's a mitzvah that came through some some crime, an veira. And if that being the case, it would be invalid for all seven days, in contrast to the lacking of it being yours, which is a invalidation for the first day. As for Hayavesh, a dried-out hadas, so in the previous Mishnah, when we talked about the definition of what's dried out by the lulav, we had a number of, shir, of shitas. Um, we talked perhaps, it, the Tosva said it was the whole thing was so dried out it crumbled with your fingernail. Um, we said the halacha follows the rai, which is as long as it hasn't lost all of its greenness, if all the greenness is gone, then it's Yavesh. So 
when it comes to the hadas, everyone agrees that being brittle and breaking with fingernails doesn't indicate that it's yavesh. The definition of yavesh when it comes to the hadas is also that the green has left it, especially specifically that the top of your leaves have lost their green. Um, the reason why is because if it's dried out, meaning it's it's like uh, brittle, but you it's still green. If you put it in water, it can kind of re um, become sort of like soft and you know revivify, come back a little bit. So the yavesh dried out hadas that's puzzle is one in which the top leaves have lost all their leaves or at least the top leaves have lost um, their their green. Okay, those are puzzle. Also puzzle, like the previous Mishnah, the Asherah is the tree that was worshipped. So if a Jew had a myrtle bush, he bowed down to it as his idol. The bush becomes now an Asherah, can't be used, must be burned. Um, and similarly, Irhanidachas, that if there was a myrtle tree, actually a myrtle branch that had been detached from the ground, that was in the possession of a Jew who was a member of the Irni Dachas, and they're all getting killed for having gone to be a wayward city. So this wayward Jew's stuff all gets bat- piled up with the rest of them. their possessions of the Irni Dachas in the middle of the town square and burned. And therefore, the point is that both for the Asherah and Irni Dachas, this myrtle branch needs to be burned because the requirements for Asherah is burning, the for Irni Dachas is burning. And therefore, um, they lack the requisite shear. They required three tvach, and we say since it has to be burned, it's, so to speak, as if it legally is already burned, meaning it no longer has the requisite three tefachim that it would need. Niktam rosho, if its top was lopped off. Now, in the previous Mishnah by the Lulav, we had a number of shitas. We said the halacha follows the rosh, which is that the rosh, the Rabbeinu Asher, the rosh, but the, the niktam rosho, the head of the Lulav, which has been chopped off, is referring to the top leaves, which extend above the shidra, the spine, if you will, of the lulav, uh, although we had other shitas that said it was the spine itself, here all agree that the niktam rosho we're referring to here is that the spine and not the leaves have been clipped at top. So if you're the tippy top of some leaves have been lost, that's not going to be niktam rosho. It's if the spine itself gets detached, uh, snipped off on top. So that's going to be puzzle, says the tana over here. Truth is, it's subject to mechlokas tanaim and a little complicated, so let's hold the halach lamaisa on that piece until um, we get um, through Mishnah Dal, we will revisit the topic of Niktam Rosho for Hadassah. Next, Nifritsu Alav is also a puzzle. Nifritsu, we had a number of shitas of what was Nifritsu when it came to the Lulav. Um, so, the Bartanur, Lunak Rashi, it's that the leaves of the Lulav are totally detached. Um, and that's obviously a very ugly Lulav. And if the majority of them were detached, it's Nifritsu. That will be the definition that will be the you know, the consensus of the Rishonim over here for most of them when, was, when it talks about a hadas. We're talking about hadas. Nifritsu, what we mean is that the leaves fell off of the stalk, so you've now lost your leaves. Now, if the leaves have fallen off, so now you've got an invalidated hadas because you don't have the avos feature anymore. You've lost this this braided look. Meaning, let me clarify so the Gemara has a case. It says, listen, that the Hadassim, Hadassim Mitzri, the Hadassim that grew in Egypt, had seven leaves at each cane, at each level of the, there were, instead of three, there were seven at a, at a thing, at a seven per level up the kingdom as it went up the, the branch. So that would mean if you lost the majority of your leaves, four out of seven on each cane fell off. 
So the hadas would still be kosher because you you had although indeed many leaves have fallen off, but you haven't lost the braided nature of it. This in contrast, so meaning that it's not the leaves per se that are falling off, but the loss of the braided look. Meaning, back by the lulav, we said also in the fitzu alav, if the leaves fall off according to Barthanor Rashi, it's going to and then retach like a broom with a you know reattach on. That's no good. Um, that would be you need to have the majority of the leaves. If the majority of the leaves were detached, it becomes puzzle. Again, there were other sheetas and the halacha. It's more strict than just ripped off, even dangling off like the riff, and so on. But it is putting that aside. The point is, it was losing the leaves per se. But here, not here. Nifatulav means you're losing leaves. Means and therefore you've lost the triplicate nature of the braiding on the way up. That would be puzzle if you've lo- if you've lost it in majority. So as long as you have the majority of the length of your hadas still retaining the braided sort of triplicate nature, it's going to be okay, and it's kosher, and after that it's going to be puzzle. Oshahayu anav of marubos me'alav, or finally one more psul, it'll be puzzle if the berries are in greater number than the leaves on the branch of your hadas. Hadasim are a myrtle plant, they make berries like all plants make, essentially, um, and the berries start out being green, and then they get red and ultimately turn like kind of a bluish black. If the berries we're talking about here are green berries, so then they don't you don't really notice them, and they're not a problem. But once they start turning red and then shifting towards black, they make the hadas look kind of mottled and multicolored, and that's ugly, and therefore it loses its status of being hadar. And therefore, once you have more berries and you have leaves, your hadas becomes invalid. Vim'aten, says the Mishnah, if you do chop them off, if you reduce the number of berries, cutting some of them off, as long as you have more leaves than berries, so then kosher, it'll be kosher. Um, but the Mishnah warns, tov. you may not clip off those berries on Yom Tov of Sukkot. The reason why is because there's a Isser Torah of of uh, repairing a broken utensil, Mutakin Kli, and or tikkun mana, same thing. And it looks, since the hadas sort of functions as a kli, so to speak, so it looks like you're fixing your broken utensil, so to speak, of the hadas, and therefore the rabban, at least, it's forbidden to repair it by clipping off the berries to make it functional. So you can't do it on Yom Tov, but you certainly can do it before um, Yom Tov, or in the, if you didn't see it before, in the middle days of Sukkot. Um, before I end off, I just want to say as a, a word to the wise, in my years, when I used to very carefully look for my Arbaminim in the Shuk and spend many hours doing so, I found that the Hadassim were by far the most difficult to find kosher, uh, much more so than the Esrog. Uh, the Lula probably actually second or most difficult. Um, and uh, if you are looking for them to be really um, done right, meaning that the um, petioles are really on each level the exact same, you got to look long and hard. And my tip to you is... It's always, if it's okay on top, um, it's still be messed up down below, lower down the stalk. But if it's messed up or good, for that matter, down below, it's almost for sure the same. It's, it's better as you go up the up the stalk. So if you're checking, you want to look at the bottom, um, down, you know, past your past two tefachim to three tefachim, and then see if they're lined up over there. And if yes, you've got a hope of finding a nice, beautiful hadas.